It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from Eastern Iowa, where apartment ownership and investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hey everybody, Darren Garman here and welcome to this week's podcast where we're going to talk about forming, creating, having your own board of directors. Now, this is no matter who you are, by the way, because when you think about board of directors, you probably get a picture in your head of some high-rise office building or skyscraper or um, uh, new building with uh, you know gold-plated elevators and all this kind of stuff and and, and men in suits, and I mean, I'm not um, just singling out men, but I mean, that's typically what you think of is men in suits and, uh, you know, sitting around a table and, and talking about the business and the operations, right? Um, and, you know, that used to be the case. And in, you know, millions of businesses, that still is the case. Maybe not so much the buildings and the and the uh, formality of my voice as it uh, pertains to that, uh, but millions of businesses have a board of directors, and uh, there's no reason why we should not as personal have a personal board of director or directors either, um, because there's a lot of good that comes from that. And so I'm going to talk to you really about what I mean. I'm going to talk to you about really how to do that. And I'm going to talk to you about the importance of doing it. And um, before you dismiss what I'm going to talk about here on this podcast and think, oh, geez, boarded one. Why would I want to mess with that? And you, you push the stop button um, on your whatever player you're using, whether it's your phone or MP3 player, computer, whatever. I want you to consider a couple of things. Number one, your, your, your results that you're having in any area um, that you're not happy with. And look, all of us have areas that we're not happy with. Um, everybody does. And so if there are areas where you're not happy, uh, obviously whatever program you're using for that area and you're still unhappy about the results you're getting is not working out. Okay, so I mean, whatever. I mean, I'll just use a easy example. If um, if you've been trying to lose 20 pounds, you've been 20 pounds overweight now for 14 months. You've only lost one pound. Um, you know, whatever you're doing isn't working. And so, in any area of your life, financial business, academic, I mean, let's say regarding how well you're doing maybe in school, if you're a college student, a high school student, maybe you're a non-traditional student and you're back at school uh, and you're looking to really maximize grades, maximize the impact you're going to have so you can you know, get that next job and hit uh, that career running and, and really achieving as much as you possibly can. And it all stems back to uh, how close you are to reaching your potential in those areas. 
And when you're not reaching your potential in any area or areas, it's mainly because you're not getting the kind of feedback you need in order to make the changes you need to make. And I want you to think about what I just said. If you're not making changes or getting the kind of results in the areas that you really want results, whatever areas they are, it's probably because you're not getting the right kind of information, feedback, or um, constructive instruction on how to get your shit done in that area. Um, now, there are those that do get the right instruction and do get the right information, but you know they still won't do anything. And that has nothing to do with whom they're, whom they're getting it from. It has to do more with them. But I want to use an example, a real one that I just had. So the last couple of days, I've had a board meeting with the board of Heartland Investment Partners. So for those of you who don't know, Heartland Investment Partners is a real estate partnership, uh, a rather large one in terms of numbers. We have over 220 partners that I oversee and, uh, and, and run, for lack of a better way of describing it. I run the partnership. Uh, I created it, I run it, and uh, you know we have 200 plus partners in this partnership. Well, we also have a board of directors for this partnership. Now, this board is not a formal kind of board where they get paid and um, you know there's I- income from it, and it, so it's not that. Uh, these gentlemen are uh, kind enough to offer their time to help improve operations, administration, properties. At the end of the day, they're volunteering their time, and there's uh, five of them. They're volunteering their time, so at the end of the day, the partnership makes more money. I mean, that's really, at the end of the day, what they're doing and why they're doing it. Okay? And so, the last couple of days have been behind closed doors, you know, all of us in a room, meeting, going over stuff. And I'll tell you exactly how the meetings went. Now, this is... This is from me, this is my point of view. Uh, the first 80% of the meetings, there was a lot of constructive processes, reviewed strategy, uh, uh, recommendations, uh, just a ton of back and forth. And it was very, very productive. Uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, we've got a really good direction for the rest of this year and into next year and have really made gone a long way in making some decisions on, like I said, at the end of the day, what's going to make our partners and you know, all, of, all, all of us a lot more money at the end of the day with our multifamily communities, okay? Well, the other 20% was information I didn't want to hear. And it was really about how I... Darren, could be, should be, and what I need to be implementing to do a better job. Uh, They were questioning some decisions I had been making. They were questioning the way I had been completing some multifamily transactions, some investments. They were questioning some of our investments. They were questioning the way we made the investments. Um, They were questioning... Uh, the thought processes behind the investments. And in a lot of these, they didn't agree with me. 
As a matter of fact, there was some heated discussion from time to time between them and I on this, which, as an aside, is very healthy and needs to be done. Okay, so there needs to be a atmosphere where you can freely be expressing your opinion and your information back and forth, um, you know, in order to be able to communicate effectively. I mean, there's no, you know, keeping your mouth closed and, and not saying anything in these kind of meetings. And the last 20% of the meetings, I was just getting the shit beat out of me, pretty much. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, and so a lot of things came out of that 20%, though, that once I listened and once I understood, I get exactly what they need, what they recommend, and where they're coming from in terms of what else we can and should be doing in this area, and I'm talking the area I'm talking about is a real estate partnership, to produce more income, higher property values, and everybody can make more money. As a matter of fact, a couple of things they mentioned I hadn't even thought about. I hadn't even seen. It was basically not seeing the forest through the trees kind of thing for me. Now, the good news is, uh, after a lot of back and forth the last 20% of that meeting, now we've got a real exciting trajectory mapped out for where our company, which is doing well, okay, where our company is going to be going to be doing fantastic in the coming year, two years, three years. And if we wouldn't have had this dialogue, not only the beginning part where we did a lot of strategy stuff, but towards the end where it was a lot of Q&A and taking me to task on some things, it, would, it wouldn't have been even close to as an effective meeting and time together as it could be. Now, why is that? It's because I decided to spend time with people that will make me better. That, that's really it. So, did I have other things to do? Sure. Were there maybe more important things to get done? Heck yes. But when it comes time to be spending your time with people that can and actually look forward to and will volunteer in this case, not only to make what you're doing better, but to make whatever is going on maybe in their lives better at the same time. It is win-win. And what I just described to you is not just in the small silo of this real estate partnership that I oversee and run and manage. This pertains to everything. Everything. And... By aligning yourself, no matter what you want to be better at, by aligning yourself with people that are either more experienced in areas that you may not be, let's just say in areas that you may be weak, okay? Um, 
aligning yourself with those people that are stronger in the areas where you may be weak and spending time with them and even understanding that they may be telling you things you don't want to hear to get you to the level you want to be at is a huge breakthrough, huge, in understanding what needs to be done to accomplish the things you want to accomplish in whatever it is you want to accomplish. So having those people that are more experienced, better than you in the areas that you want to be better at, and having the communication with them, and doing that is really having your own board of directors. So if you're someone that has been struggling with things, maybe it's time to get working on this. Rarely, if you're an island by yourself, rarely are you going to be able to accomplish the things you want to accomplish in whatever area of your life you want to accomplish them in. Physical, mental, spiritual, social, doesn't matter. Okay, Maybe more than one. Possibly more than, if you're like me, you can have more than one. And I'm just talking about the silo of a real estate partnership here. There's lots of silos that you can do this in. And it really, again, is predicated upon making the decision to then align yourself with those people that are weak in the areas that you, that are strong, excuse me, in the areas that you are weak, communicating with them, spending the necessary time with them to shore up your weak areas so that you can improve in whatever it is that you want to improve at. And so if, if, if you're sitting around with a bunch of folks and you're asking them, you know, what, what do you think I should do to, you know, you name the issue or the problem or the area that you're not reaching your potential. Rarely would this come up, right? Rarely would this come up. Well, read a book or... Um, you know, work harder or work longer or spend more time on it. And, you know, that kind of stuff. That's what you'd hear. You know, somebody may say, well, hey, I know so-and-so. Why don't you give them a call? So you may get that. But are there some people that you should be thinking about contacting, building a relationship with, spending some time with, that could take you to the next level. Think about that. Uh, because here's like a little secret. Those people are not, not only out there, but the majority of those people would actually probably look forward to helping you. Okay? Um, because at one point in time, they were probably where you are right now. Uh, and, you know, the, the opposite of this is spending time with people that aren't better than you in areas that you want to be better in and expecting to get the kinds of results that you want. So if you're disappointed in that, well, come on, wake up. I mean, if I want to lose 20 pounds, but I'm spending all of my time with people that are 40 or 50 pounds overweight, 
I mean, how likely is it going to be for me to get there? It's not. It's not. If I want to be getting straight A's in college, but I'm spending my time with people that are doing drugs, drinking, hanging out, and either getting their homework in late, not studying, and winging it, okay, uh, what are the, what's the likelihood? And I know those examples are obvious examples, but we could go over hundreds that aren't so obvious that we all know we're, we're probably all involved in from time to time, right? So, who is it in your world that you know that is better than you in areas you want to be better in? That's like number one. And you want to kind of make that list. Um, number two, how can you communicate with them and basically ask them if they would have an interest in helping you out with whatever it is that you're working on? Whatever problem, challenge, uh, goal you're looking to achieve. How can you get in touch with them to see if they would help you with that and through that process? Okay. Um, and then how can you communicate with them? And so before you do this, because I am making it sound a little too simplistic, I know. But, but it really is that simple. Here's the caveat. So before you do this, you need to make sure that you don't approach anyone that you want to be a board member of yours with the thought that you're going to monopolize their time on your issues, problems, goals, objectives, and what you want to achieve because that's not what they want to do. They'll be willing to take some time to help you, some time to give you the kind of information that will be of great leverage to for you to where you want to get to and, and where you want to be. But look, I mean, so don't expect them to want to talk to you on the phone for three hours at 10 p.m. at night, okay? Um, or spend an entire two days with you. Uh, I mean, you need to be respectful of these people, okay? Respectful. And understand that you're not a priority for them, but that if you ask in the right manner and in the right way, these people will come to the plate and more than likely will help you. So, is it time for you to have your own board of directors in one area, two areas, more than, I mean, is it time? And before you have eight areas that you think you need eight board of directors, <laughs> before you do that and start thinking that way, just start with one at a time, okay? Just pick one of the areas in your life, business, um, personal, financial, spiritual, whatever, that is just one, just one, that can really be a game changer for you. If you can shore up some of those weaknesses that are preventing you from getting to where you are to where you want to be. Start with that and get that one done first. Then move on to another one. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, one of the things that I've really, really worked hard on over the years that's helped me personally is spending time with people that are better than me at a lot, in a lot of things that I'm weak at and trying to do that a lot. And there are times where it's gratifying and fun. There are also lots of times where it's humbling 
sometimes embarrassing and sometimes hard to hear, listen, and understand, especially the things that you don't want to hear, listen, and understand. But it's exactly many times what you need to know, hear, and understand. And the sooner you get that message, the sooner you're going to get to where you want to be. Okay. So hopefully this week's podcast, as short as it was, can give you some insight in helping you get to where you want to get to faster uh, in whatever areas that you want to really improve in your life, in whatever areas you want to reach your potential in. And this kind of strategy will work. All right. Have a great day. Have a great week or weekend whenever you've decided to listen and join me. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the Apartment Specialist Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.heartlandinvestmentrealestate.com.